What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So today we're going to talk about what if we had the best team of basically it was it's players at each position, but it's a player who's not in the Hall of Fame, but the best non-Hall of Famer at each position. What would that team look like? So there are obviously going to be a lot of, I mean, we already know there are a lot of players who are not in the Hall of Fame who ought to be in the Hall of Fame. And basically, we're going to go around the diamond and see, you know, who would be the best non-Hall of Famer at each position. So just jumping right into it. And this is from MLB.com. I did not I did not make this make this list, but I thought they were talking about it on MLB Network and MLB.com uh, mentioned it. So I figured it would be good for us to explore on here because there's some of the names here I never even heard of. So at catcher, it's going to be Bill Freehan. Okay, I never heard of him, but it's a toss-up between him and Thurman Munson, whom I have heard of. Thurman Munson, uh, you know, Yankees captain for a long time. But they're saying it's a toss-up between the two of these guys. But Freehan enjoyed a longer career because Munson unfortunately passed at a young age of 32. So because Freehan had a longer career, he finished with more hits, homers, RBIs, and Gold Glove awards. So it's going to go to him. At first base, it's going to be Rafael Palmero. So the voters strongly dismiss Rafi Palmero's case for the Hall of Fame based on his connection to PEDs. But the fact remains is that Rafi Palmero is the only Hall eligible player with at least 3,000 hits and 500 homers who has not been in yet. I mean, Pujols and A-Rod have yet to hit the ballot. But, you know, Rafi Palmero... Has 3,000 hits, 500 homers. Those numbers are usually considered to make you a lock for Cooperstown, but because of his his connection to PEDs, he's not in there. I'm pretty sure Rafi Palmeiro was the one who who wagged his finger in court saying no, that he didn't use steroids and then ended up getting caught with a, a failing a test. I'm pretty sure that was Rafael Palmeiro, but he's going to be our best first baseman. That's not in the Hall of Fame. Second base is going to be Luke not Luke, it's going to be Lou Whitaker, my fault, Lou Whitaker, so Lou Whitaker is is, is a polished all-around player, I mean, a lot of people talk about Jeff Kent, he famously hit the most home runs of any second baseman, which makes it strange that he's not in the Hall of Fame, but most of Jeff Kent's homers were hit during an unprecedented time for the long ball, people were just hitting a lot of home runs at that time, it was like a long ball era, not to say that it takes away from him, but you know, kind of put some context into it. And then defensive metrics also get murkier the further back you go. But Lou Whitaker's game was more polished all around than Jeff Kent. I mean, Lou Whitaker belongs to a select group. So he is the only second baseman besides Jackie Robinson. I mean, those two guys finished their careers with, well, Jackie Robinson in the Hall of Fame, obviously. But those two guys finished their careers with at least 200 runs above average for batting, 50 fielding runs above average, and 25 base running runs above average. This is all Fangraph stats. But um, yeah, that's what it's. That, that's where. That's where we are with Lou Whitaker. I mean, looking at his number, he had a WAR north of 70, and that's. I mean, that should be Hall of Fame worthy. I mean, obviously they didn't have wins above replacement back then. But I know Derek Jeter's war is around, right around there. So, yeah, 75 wins above replacement for Lou Whitaker. Five-time All-Star Rookie of the Year, three-time Gold Glove, four-time Silver Slugger, yet he's not in the Hall of Fame. He played for the Detroit Tigers. 
his entire career, 19 years, but he's not in there. Should be. Definitely should be. Um, is he still alive? He is still alive. He's only 63 years old. He's only 63 years old. Um, so third base, we have Dick Allen. So a lot of people mentioned Scott Rowland. You know, Scott Rowland only, you know, retired not too long ago. And he's getting a lot of momentum on that ballot. Um, Roland has some pretty similar numbers to Derek Jeter. Um, but Dick Allen is is a choice here. He had a career 156 OPS plus. That puts him at the very upper echelon of hitters. Um, and his best 10-year run of the plate is pretty much unmatched by all his peers. Unfortunately, he didn't live long to celebrate his election. Um, he hasn't been elected yet, but... You know, we can hope that he gets elected when the Golden Days Committee votes in the fall of 2021. Because, you know, it is possible to make it, you know, like after the fact. They they sometimes have these voting that you can vote for a certain era again. And I think Dick Allen's going to get in there. But unfortunately, he's passed away. He passed away this year. Shortstop is Omar Vizquel. So we all know this one. Um, I mean, he, he has been getting some rising vote totals in recent years. But, I mean... Basically, you have arguably the best defensive shortstop of all time. One of the best, if not. I mean, you have him, Ozzie Smith, in that conversation. But um, he is the only shortstop not in the Hall of Fame who has at least 2,500 hits. I mean, his bat was not great. The reason he has so many hits is because he played for so long. Um, Omar Vizquel was a defensive wizard. And back then, it was, I mean, it was more typical for your shortstop to be a defensive wizard. Nowadays, that's just not going to fly. I mean, Omar, Omar Vizquel has a career 82 OPS plus it's just that's 18 percent below league average just a very very bad offensive player didn't contribute anything but you know that glove was what kept him in the big leagues for 24 years so yeah left field we have Barry Bonds obviously doesn't require much explanation he's the greatest player many of us have seen in our lifetimes and yeah surefire hall of fame even before his alleged PED use clouded the picture. But uh, we'll see if he ever does get it. Center field is Kenny Lofton. So, I mean, this dude seemed to always be on the move, um, pun intended, both on the base paths and, you know, playing for different teams. He played for 11 teams, and he stayed one season or less with every team except the Indians. So he's known as someone who played for the Indians. But, I mean, the only four players more valuable by combined war from 1992 to 97 were Bonds, Griffey, Bagwell, and Frank Thomas. He was a stolen threat well into his 30s. He got on base more times than Hall of Fame outfielders Larry Walker, Jim Rice, and Joe DiMaggio. And this dude just did a lot of damage with his legs once he got on base. So Kenny Lofton is our center fielder. In right field, it is Shoeless Joe Jackson. And um, yeah, a lot of people know know this story, you know, the the infamous Black Sox scandal. Uh, you know, so, I mean, Shoeless Joe, it's been over like 100 years since his last big league season, but his talent and numbers, you know, a ridiculous 356 career average and 170 career OPS plus, that 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 probably makes him the best player, you know, or one of the best players that's not in the Hall of Fame after like Barry Bonds because, you know, he was banned from the game and doesn't seem like it's ever going to be lifted due to – uh basically a gambling scandal that he was caught in and he wasn't really a part of. He didn't really do anything, but, you know, that whole team was was basically banned. 
At DH, we have Hal McRae. Um, so, to be honest, didn't really know much about this guy. But what I can say is that only six players have logged at least 7,500 career plate appearances while playing at least half the games at DH. Three of them are already in the hall. And then, you know, David Ortiz has a pretty good shot once he's eligible in a couple years. So that leaves, you know, Hal McRae and Don Baylor on the outside looking in. Uh, you know, Hal McRae doesn't have as many homers, but he outperformed Don Baylor on a rate basis, like, you know, rate stats, you know, average, things like that. So he gets the nod here. Starting pitcher, right-handed pitcher, is going to be Roger Clemens. No explanation needed here. Seven Cy Youngs, two pitching triple crowns, an AL MVP. The reason he's not in is because of PED allegations. And starting left-handed pitcher is Johan Santana. So this dude was a one-and-done on the ballot. It seemed like a mistake when it happened. It still does two years later. I mean, he, he, he didn't get enough votes to stay on the ballot, but he was the dominant pitcher for the short time he was healthy. He was really dominant. That was like in the early 2000s, you know, around 2005. He you know, took home the 2005 AL Cy Young Award, uh, or he should have. He should have. Uh, it went to Bartolo Colon, but um, had he taken home the 05 Cy Young, he would have had three straight sides from 04 to 06. That would have definitely forced the voters to give him a much longer look, but he does have two Cy Youngs. That third one would have, I mean, it, it's crazy to say that you, you think like two Cy Youngs is already a lot, like to say that, oh, you need three to get, Serious consideration. The reason Santana didn't get much consideration is because he didn't play very long. Injuries derailed his career. So, yeah, that's going to be it. Those are our pitchers. I mean, I guess we'll go relief relief pitchers real quick. Right-handed pitcher is going to be Dan Quisenberry. Left-handed pitcher reliever is going to be Billy Wagner. And that is it. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.